0: family to the manifold witness podcast where faith and witness are practiced here we seek to unify a community of believers through promoting a comprehensive discussion by extracting revelatory truth from the scriptures for yourself and others and now your host oscar lewis and And co-host alicia lewis all right folks you made it to our first episode we want to thank you for joining us today on this journey we're going to be moving and grooving in the things of god Here, we are striving to build a community of believers and to provide you and equip you with biblical essentials for our modern times. So thank you for being with us here today, and we hope today you get your divine inspiration. So I'm your motivated host, Oscar Lewis, and to the left of me is my wonderful co-host. Say what's up to the people.
1: Hey, I'm Alicia Lewis, and I'm so excited to be joining my husband on this new venture. But I'm even more excited that you all decided to join in with us.
0: We're very excited about this journey of ours and how we got to this point. I'm going to be totally honest with you. This podcast is something that we have pondered on for some time, and it's not something that is rather trendy. It's more so something that we believe that God has led us to. And so we want to encourage all of our listeners out there, sometimes throughout your journey, You may be needing guidance and direction. So we want to provide you with spiritual tools for your life's journey. We want to open up the podcast by talking about our journey and how we got to this place. We have a lot of things in store for you guys. God has just given us a lot of insight on our journey up until this point. And so we just want to share our life with you. That's why this episode is entitled The Journey, because on a journey, there are multiple destinations. So the whole idea behind the podcast is something that we have been impacted by, and that is taking the scriptures. And I don't just mean topical scriptures that you use when you're talking about a particular topic, but more so the biblical narrative. We have learned that the biblical narrative is a narrative that God wants our life to mirror. So God wants his narrative to be so ingrained in our lives that his word becomes alive. So when we read God's word, Jesus says it like this, that his words, they are life and they are spirit. So when we approach the scriptures, we're looking for life. We're not looking for an academic, or intellectual activity, but we're looking for God's word to be lived out in our everyday lives. So it's something personal, something that is experiential. So we want to use that framework, that approach to help our listeners understand that there is a narrative that God wants to be played out in your life. Would you be Alicia?
1: Yes, I totally agree with that. I believe it's one of the more faithful ways God wants us to discover who he wants to be in our everyday lives. God is all about discovery and adventure.
0: So we want to talk about our journey real fast and how we get to this point. So we're not, uh, as they say, spring chickens. Not at all. Yeah, we're not spring chickens and we're definitely not going down the hill, but I I believe we're on top of it Mm -hmm. and we're looking down. We haven't (laughs) descended yet, but we've had life experiences, right? We've had things that happen in our life that we know that God's fingerprints was uh, a part of it. And this is how we got to this point. So I started out going to seminary, I believe back in 2012, I started my journey to become a seminary. When I arrived at the state, I'm originally from Florida and my wife is from Tennessee. So when I went to school in Tennessee, it's at that point in time when my life really took a turn. So there is a prominent church that is located right across the street from the seminary that I was attending at the time. And so this particular church, like I said before, was very prominent in the area. I go to this church to attend a particular service that they were having. And when I'm in the church, I'm feeling like, should I even be here? Because this church was pretty popular church. I come from a small church. I don't come from a very large congregation. And so that was all I knew, a very small church, no more than about 150 people. And so I just felt really just out of place. But I believe I was in place and I'm going to tell you why. So while the minister is speaking, they have what they call uh, a time of prayer and anyone who wants a special prayer to come up. And so I came up to receive prayer. Because I was looking for some guidance and direction. And when I went up for prayer, this is what I heard. And I can only tell you what I heard. Remember, the name of the podcast is Manifold Witness Podcast. I only can tell you what I witnessed. When I went up for prayer, I heard a voice in my head. And this is what the voice said I am planting you here. And I thought to myself, Wow, that is very interesting because I don't want to be here. But anyways, when I heard the voice, I went up a prayer and then I went home and I thought if I'm supposed to be here, maybe I should check this place out. So I had to confirm the voice that I was hearing was the voice of God. So I went the next day, I believe, or the next week they were having their Bible study. And so I went to look for a class to go to. Mind you, this is a mega church and mega church have mega options to choose from. I was led to this room and it was a hospitality room is what they called it. And in the hospitality room, they had literally a wall of classes that you can choose from. And they had brochures on this wall. And I thought to myself, my God, am I in Starbucks right now? But what happened was I chose a class. I felt like I was doing it blindly, but I chose a class anyways. And when I chose a class, they said this class starts in about 30 minutes. I went to the class, walked in the room, and there she was. When I enter into the classroom, guess who's teaching the lesson? My soon-to-be wife. I said, that person looks like she's married with three
1: kids. True story. This is exactly what ended up happening.
0: One of the leaders of the class told my wife that hey, get this young man's information. We can have him on the roster and we can send him updates on what's offered here at the church. And so that conversation started. And guess what, folks?
1: It never ended.
0: We're still talking. Now, That's how my life, and I believe my wife's life, that's the turning point of our life because we began to build a relationship. And from that, something happened. And I'm going to let my wife finish up the rest of that story of what happened after we met.
1: Do you want me to jump right to the
0: Yeah, I want you to go ahead and just be real with the people. Just tell them what happened after we started dating.
1: Everything moved pretty quickly. And I began to seek the Lord and ask the Lord if Oscar was the right person for me. And if he was, I asked the Lord to have him tell me that he wanted to marry me first or that he thought that I was the one first. I didn't want to be the first one to say anything. So as I was praying about the situation, I heard the Lord say in my spirit, the promise has come. I had long been not dating and just waiting on the Lord. And I was waiting on the promise of a mate from God, like Abraham was waiting on the promise of his son. And so the Lord had said that to me. And then I don't know how much longer after that, because everything moved so fast that Oscar then told me that he heard from the Lord and that the Lord had told him that I was the one for him. So we started seriously dating. And
0: if I could interject, somewhat use the term courting because we did have marriage in mind. Mind you, I said we're not spring chicken. I didn't have time for dating. Yeah. And that may be another episode.
1: Yeah. And when we say move quickly, we mean we met in September, started dating seriously, maybe in October, got engaged by December, and then we were married by the following year in June. So about six months that we were courting and getting to know one another.
0: Okay. After we got married, when did we get married? June. Our anniversary is coming up. Oh, yeah. So for those of you who are listening out here, I know when my marriage date was, so don't ridicule. I remember my anniversary date. But after we got married, what happened?
1: Then we got pregnant pretty quickly on our honeymoon. Actually, we got pregnant with our first child. And then we experienced a miscarriage eight weeks in. And so we just kept praying and asking the Lord to help us heal in that situation. And I just I really turned to the Lord to ask him, how was I going to move forward after the loss of a child, even though it's not a child that I actually gave birth to and knew? But I was full of promise and full of excitement, of course, because of a new pregnancy. And then he directed me to Zechariah.
0: The scripture, I believe, is Zechariah chapter. Was it chapter nine?
1: I think it's verse 12,
0: verse 12. And so that scripture reads as such, turn you to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. Even today do I declare that I will render double unto thee.
1: Yes, so I just took a hold of that word and just believed God that we were going to have children. So when I got pregnant again, any women listening, you understand you have to wait six weeks before you can go and have an ultrasound and to confirm your pregnancy. Our appointment, we went and confirmed and there were two sacks, two babies, double for our troubles
0: We are being totally honest with you that ever since we got together, even leading up to that, we followed the voice of God and God would confirm his word. So that is the meat of what we're trying to say. And we're leaving out a lot of details because this is our first episode and we're just trying to get into the field of recording. We're real people. We don't have a YouTube channel with tens of thousands of followers. Look, we are just as real as you are driving in your car. Going to the gym, going to work, listening to this podcast. So we're trying to bring this real experience to real people that are looking for real answers in our time and day. I just wanted you guys as the listeners to understand that we're moving somewhere. This is a journey. So we fast forward and we find out we're having twins. All right. Now, mind you, when my wife is pregnant with these twins, I'm still currently in school. And so I'm going through my schooling. I'll just tell this part of the story is that while at school, the school that I was attending was rather a small campus. It wasn't a large campus. And the school that I was attending, there was A special week that was going on at the school, and they were acknowledging some people. I was asked to say some words or whatnot in this particular meeting. I mentioned how me and my wife had met, and there was a reporter that was in the audience, (laughs) and they heard how we met. And folks, our story is somewhat serendipitous. And I know some of you may be like, but that stuff don't exist. That's just in the movies. This is in Hollywood. We're witnesses. That's the reason the name of the podcast is entitled Manifold Witness Podcast. Why? Because we've witnessed something. Our story unfolds sort of like a fairy tale. What does that tell you? God is into writing fairy tales. Okay. And so fast forward, I get approached. By this newspaper editor or what have you. And she uh, was like, hey, your story sounds pretty surreal. You mind if we cover it? And I was like, sure. I just, okay. And so I told my wife and in the town that we were in, in Tennessee, they covered that local newspaper, covered our story. And we were, guess what? Front page folks, front page. And so I get to school and I don't know, I I can't remember how long it took them to write the story up, but I get to school and my professors, this is no joke. My professors are looking at me like, Hey, we saw you in there. And so literally me and my wife were on the front page and they're talking about how fair tales do exist. And we have the clippings and I tell you, it was amazing. And the pastor of the church that we were attending, he pulled me to the side and he was (laughs) like, hey, can I ask you a question? I was like, yes, sir. And he was like, how did you guys know (laughs) We don't know. Somebody just asked. I said all that to say this. That's a part of our journey. That's a part of our story. That's a part of our witness. So when people ask us for the hope that we have for this witness that we have, when they ask for this stuff, we can give them the honest truth that God has been writing our story and here's some more interesting tidbits to our story as well so you would think after all these things that has been happening we're like ooh we need to take a break man we've been going on we've been on this roller coaster it's been an adventure <laughs> we've been climbing mountains going through valleys and we just go just living life and i was doing a little work in the hospital setting so i was being trained as a clinical pastoral educator for those of you who do not know what that is, that's basically being a chaplain in the medical field. But When I finished my time at seminary, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? So we prayed and a door was open for us to work alongside my parents in their ministry back in Florida. And so I decided to do what they call vocational chaplaincy. During vocational chaplaincy, you have to go before a committee. According to my religious organization, according to my ecclesiastical order, whatever you want to call it, I had to go before a committee. And when I went before that committee, they interviewed me and they were like, hey, have you ever considered we are very impressed, by the way, have you ever considered becoming a military chaplain? Mm -hmm. And my wife chuckles Mm -hmm. on the side Mm -hmm. because, like I said, we're no spring chickens. I'm going to keep saying that. We were no spring chickens and so we had to live life. And so there was no way I was thinking about military chaplaincy ever. Can you concur to that, sweetheart? I can concur. No military at all. How about that? Not even in my purview. Okay. So they were impressed and, and I was like, I think I'm a little too old and I maybe, cause I'm thinking military, you have to be you get what I mean like really in shape and things of that nature. And I'm not totally out of shape, but I okay. don't go there. No. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> long story short, I was like, wow, that's thank you. I, I'm very honored. Uh, of course, I have to talk to my wife because I knew that was going to be my way out because my wife was going to probably, you know, military, you come up plan. But anyways, I went to my wife and what did you say, sweetheart, when I came to you with the proposition?
1: I must have said it was okay.
0: I originally went to the committee to get endorsed to become a, what they call a hospice chaplain, which I eventually became when we moved back to my hometown in Florida my wife was like yeah you know what that sounds oh no that sounds interesting i don't know what do you think i'm like oh my god you were supposed to be my way out <laughs> and how about this god was writing our story because mm-hmm. we had committed this to god that when we got married we wanted to be an open book we wanted god to write our story All right. And fast forward, we end up in Florida and I start my new job as a hospice chaplain because that seed that was planted by that committee, it hadn't really germinated yet, but it was a seed. And so we started contemplating and working alongside my parents in ministry and everything was good. And then that seed started to bud and we started to look into what it would mean to become a military chaplain. And so we started to first go into the reserve side and then we were persuaded to possibly try out active duty to see how we would like it. And then if we didn't like it, we just do reserves. And so he was like, OK, that's not a bad deal. We decided to go and do that. And I'm, I'm going to push forward to skip a bunch. Yeah, I'm going to skip a bunch <laughs> here because I don't want to I don't want to weary you with all the details, but the details are amazing. Yes, I can tell you that I get into that throughout the show and just how God just really guided us along the way. And so I'm pushing forward about three years. And so we are currently right now transitioning out of the military and it's been an adventure. And we're probably going to talk about that coming forward. So stay tuned because you're going to love just how God just showed himself really faithful throughout that. So now we come to where we are in our journey And that is this experienced Manifold Witness podcast. While we have been journeying all this time within our marriage, within our careers,
1: within ministry
0: as parents, because by the way, we have three kids. Uh, We stopped at three. So don't judge us. okay? And we didn't want a TV show. So we stopped (laughs) at three. Anyways, God impressed upon us. It's time for others to hear that what may seem impossible to some is possible with God. okay? Mm -hmm. And so that's what we want to. share with you. And so we may have to do a part two to this because our time is running short here. And we just want to thank you for joining us as we go into this whole concept of Manifold Witness and we just hope that you guys can just continue on this journey with us as we discover what God is going to do with this podcast. Sounds good
1: babe? Sounds like a plan and I want to encourage all of our listeners out there that God is still yet writing your story so be expectant as to how your story will unfold on your life's journey because God is into making things beautiful in its timing.
0: Stay tuned for part two of our journey on the Manifold Witness podcast. Love, joy, and peace. Thank you for joining us today on Manifold Witness Podcast. We invite you to subscribe to the show for the latest and the greatest. Until next time, love, joy, and peace.